Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yes, welcome to Open Goal Winter Football Podcast, episode 10! The main man, the Davey hero. Mark. Davey, how are you, mate? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm sorry, Davey, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> He's got me a hair, didn't he? That's a good start. <laughs> I, mean, I brought some of my hair back. Me does I, used to like, I don't know what you said. I was looking at him going, I played him two weeks ago, he didn't look like that. <laughs> He's been in a house fire since then. Has he? <laughs> You were saying all the same one. I'm just glad you put me next to Slaney because I look brand new. <laughs> but I always, always ask me when he first came on, I look better in real life, didn't I? I, I don't think you get. Come on, who dresses you, your mom? That's a new coat. He's got that new coat just for you coming on. Did you? Well, oh, I, I didn't even know you had a coat on. It's camouflage. <laughs> by the way, I, I found it last night. Brought him Govan. You were brought him Govan, weren't you? Actually, about the same time. Could be his dad. Could be his dad. <laughs> Wait, couldn't you? Yeah, you've seen, seen his dad. You wouldn't mind that. You wouldn't mind that. that. There is a wee look in all of them, isn't there? Uh-huh, there is. Left foot. You're left foot. Left oh, foot. My oh my god. god. <laughs> massive cock. Massive cock. What? Massive cock. No comment. That's it. I should have said die there. A great start, boys. Oh, thanks for coming on, Davey. I appreciate it. No, more than happy to do so. Have you been? Have you watched him? How much you love and you love him as well. Aye, aye. He said that you're his favourite manager outside. I can understand Robinio. that. I can understand that. I'm a wee bit disappointed him behind Robbie, to be honest. Ah, <laughs> got to stick with my manager. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. You did say that before you signed the new two-year deal. Robbie's the best now. Worked, didn't it? It worked. But I'm a bit honest there, innit? But also, he's finally got a guest on the show. So thanks. First, well, thanks two new. Tierney was banned, wasn't it? Oh, Tierney. Tierney and you. And what a two that is, to be fair. Um, I was going to ask you something there. Oh, what was that again? It's a so, cracking question. What's that in your hand? That's not your man's knickers, is it? Is it? Smell. This has been a big awaited podcast, though, hasn't it? I've been wanting you on for a while, Davey. Absolutely buzzing. And I've done all my research, sorry, so it's a wee time you have. Where have you had this research inside your heart? No, no, I've got lots of research. The recruitment is incredible, and I'm going to go on it because you've never signed a player with a fee. At Livingston, do you know that? Well, your research isn't very good. What's <laughs> that? <laughs> <laughs> it's he on dial-up. <laughs> who, who have you signed with you? The last one, Shamal George. I've been before that. <laughs> <laughs> He's always signed one player with a fee. That's what it was two weeks ago. He's just leave one. Nobody else. <laughs> Shamal George. I've been before that. Nobody. No. Which is incredible. Is that by included in your research? Only went up to two, before two weeks ago. Because we thought we were getting you on last month. It was last month we thought you were on something. Before the summer it was. 
<laughs> What's this crap? Is he coming in to tune me or what? Is, is, nah, is he always he, pestering you? Yeah, he sat the bed, didn't he? Ah, but you did say if I had a bad performance, you put me in the back of a transit van. <laughs> I said you sat as a transit van out there waiting on you. As you said, right? You'll not be going anywhere for Christmas. I've heard a rumour, boys. I've spoke to a couple of other boys. Davey's got a bit technically. Joins in in training and that. I've heard that. I'll try you. I'll try you. I'm better than Big Marv. Hey, you Marv's Marv just a cracker, isn't he? He's a living out of football. Do you used to have staff games every Friday, didn't you? Big Marv. I don't join any staff. <laughs> no, that was that was me. We, on a Monday when you're doing the day of recovery session, so the boys that start the game, they do, normally do a gym-based session, like bikes, walk bikes, stuff like that. So the boys that haven't played any more than 60 minutes, they'll come out and we'll do a wee bit, so I'll always make the numbers up so I can be a floater so nobody can tackle you. <laughs> <laughs> what were you, Davey, sentiment? Um, I, I was that position, I hate, I hate now when folks say I'm a 10. But were you a 10? Nah, I kind of played that in more offensive, but then the older you get, but yourself, you drop back. Okay, I just yeah. never got back to centre half. So what was your favourite position? Probably, I playing, playing as a <laughs> 10. <laughs> Whatever you want me Drop. to say, doggy. I can say, get that down. <laughs> get that <get> off me. <laughs> <laughs> what a jewel this is, isn't it? I am enjoying it. <laughs> so I, a number 10. But you played with Scott Pittman, didn't you, as well? Aye, so we Pats, uh, his dad took us into Broxburn. I've been his dad's pal for about 20, 25 years. Um, so his dad took us into Broxburn. I was the centre mid and we Pats was the legs. I don't know the shouting, he don't know the running. Mm. And big stretch, the goalie coach you've got. Is that the guy that comes... No, who's the goalie that comes on? Aye, he's Mealy. He's retired now, isn't he? Who? Gary Melly. Aye, but that's no Neely. That's a different Aye, that's stretch. You were thinking though, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Gary Melly. Aye, so big stretch. Gary, Gary Malley. So he was a goalkeeper. Um, at Broxburn? Aye, at Broxburn. So when we got relegated in League One, I think I had 20 quid a week for it to find a goalkeeper. So I phoned big stretch and said, you're coming in with me. You used to have a poll on Twitter, didn't you? If he gets a new contact, don't you? Aye. Who gets that? We were sitting in, it was Covid, so he was working. Uh, me, what he would, he's a, uh, what's in, foundations, grounds, like stuff like that. So he was a key worker for his and I was going into the club every day. And we deal, it's at Hibs now, we secretary, he was in the club and we were trying to implement all the COVID measures and stuff like that. And we're just sitting in the office, we used to go in and play take ball for about four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Check the stadium was all right, make sure that, because the chef was still in and she was doing all the players' meals, but we were giving them to the community. So I needed somebody in the stadium to make sure you can't just have one person in the stadium. We're just sitting there, he's like, come on, you signing me next year. I'm like, I've been trying to retire him for about four years. <laughs> I generally, that's the truth, try to retire him. And I went, right, I'll put it on Twitter. Hi, new boss. So I'm sitting there that night, and we've done a wee story and put it on Twitter. I just want to have a laugh. My phone went red hot. My wife's looking at me going, what have you done now? What have you done now? <laughs> and I've actually went, oh no, what have I done <laughs> But all the players jumped on the back eight because you had the, the PC brigade all jumping all over. That's a disgrace. And then Marv jumped in, Nicky jumped in. And then they actually started to realise we were doing interviews in Brazil, South America. Uh, I remember it was on Sky Sports News. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Uh-huh. But the public voted for him because I was voting no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Making new accounts <laughs> like, no. Big Marv's on Twitter. He's got like, I don't know, 30,000 followers. I'm like, get out of there, that's empty back as big man. He's like, please, please vote no. Straight's straight, got an answer. So that's him finally gone? Finally yeah. retired? Do you want me to tell you a story? Uh, go. First year, so he's played every level of Scottish football, so he was at Broxburn. But that was before the Lowland League. 
it was right. still the East Super League, the Premier League, East Super League, League Two. So that old structure. So he's played every level of football, but he went loan to Cowden Beef in League Two. Played League One with Livingston when we won the league that year. So my two goalies were Liam Kelly and Big Stretch. That was the goalies that year. But into the Championship, my two goalies were Neil Alexander and Big Stretch. He played at Tanadice. Melted Scott, but um, Scott McDonald gave away a penalty. The full stand behind him are singing, "You, you fat bastard!" Ah, yeah, you are. <laughs> Aye, but that started it. That was, that started it. Aye, he's melted Scott Brown. I swear it melted Scott Brown. And was it Bully King? Bully King. Uh, Bully King yeah. United Bully King. Big stretch. He saved the penalty. Turned round to the full stand. <laughs> so he's playing the Scottish champ. So the first year in the Premier League, Liam Kelly's came back. I had Liam Kelly, Ross Stewart, Cheesy. Cheesy, aye. And um, Stretch. Now, we knew Liam was going away to QPR at the end of the uh, summer, end of the season. So I said, I'm going to put you out of the squad, Liam. I'm going to play Cheesy. I'm going to get big Stretch 20 minutes. 20 minutes in the Premier League. Are you following this story? I fucking switched <laughs> on. <laughs> Somebody's turning your lights out, isn't they? <laughs> anyway, so I... We fold again, innit? <laughs> Old Kieran and Gotis. Hey, on you go, story. Play them all. Twenty minutes. So, twenty minutes. Twenty minutes at Motherwell. I said that's him played every level of football in Scotland. I said, man, we'll retire him. We're three 0 down in twenty minutes. I'm looking at the fans. Man, I can't do this. I can't put the big man on. So that was the first year. End of season. Motherwell. I think we got it back to three two. But we're three 0 down in twenty minutes. Couldn't put him on. Second year, COVID hits. So March, whatever it was. The next year, last game of the season, top six, we had to beat St Johnson to get Europe. I remember that. Couldn't put them on. Man. And then that year there, we're down to, um, we're used <laughs> all our subs. I've got one sub left against Dundee. I think it's 1-0 down. Somebody get concussion or something? 1-0 uh, down. So Morgan Neal's done his ankle. I've got one sub left and he's a centre and a half. Strikes a goalie, you know that. I was at the game. Were you? Aye. What and see when you brought the goalie on, Aye. you started turning around to the crowd and like, oh, fuck, he's having a goal kick me. He's coming for crossing you, had your hose in your no, head. No, I was like, ah, because you put Charlie Adam on. As soon as I put him in goals, you put Charlie Adam on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's fucking whipping rockets under the bar. Free kicks for everywhere. So I went to Morgan, are you all right? Can you get through us? Aye, can you get through it in the bar? I went, right, I'm just doing it because I could have talked myself out, kept the centre half and put a centre half on. So put big stretch on, 1 0 down. The league position couldn't change. Put him on, he's only parked about three minutes. Charlie Adams went on, he is whipping. You can imagine all <laughs> no. corners are under stretch his bar. He's six foot six, but we call him Dracula because he's scared of crosses. <laughs> like, honestly, he's, he's horrific. <laughs> horrific. That's what you call him. Two names in football. He had Santa because he keeps getting presents away in Dracula. That's <laughs> his two names. So I went, right, he's only part. Morgan Neal. Um, big, sorry, Morgan. Morgan Boys. Morgan Neal. Morgan Neal's at um, Cove. Uh, he's at Cove. Morgan yeah. Boys. Put, Morgan's up. Just put stretch on. He's like, I'm finished. 1-0 down. 10 so you down to 10 men? Aye, 10, 10 men. We won 2-1. Big stretch lap. Yeah, oh, I love it. Big stretch. Remember he saved? Aye, we had one. We forest scored as well, the winner, didn't he? Aye, we forest scored, aye. Remember the game? Brilliant. So, got him there. And then Amazing. He was able to retire He's played every single level of Scottish football. Incredible. And if you want to hear stories like again, SWG on Sunday, he'll be on live, won't you, mate? What? You're coming to the live show, mate. He's pulled up. Sunday? This Sunday, you know. Sunday. I know. I told you that. Oh, did you? No, nah, I can't spend two days with you in a row. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Iron Brew? Uh, outstanding side. So, Davy Boy, can you read that there? On you go. Let's see where your media game is. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> where are Marine? 
Come on, you. Yeah. This weird World Cup got even weirder. I need passion in it. I need Murphy. I can hardly see it. Come on, you. A font 10. <laughs> Make it a wee bit bigger. <laughs> help him, Slitty, help him. Here we go, you ready? Superman could need right, come, on, come on, here. This weird World Cup got even weirder yesterday with another shock result as Japan beat. I never watched it. Previous winners, Germany. <laughs> All those Scotland are out there, thankfully, our winter football show in association with Iron Brew means we won't miss out on any of the weirdness. No, Who's the weirdest dead. person you've met in football? I'm sitting next me. to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting next to him. He's a weird boy, isn't he? Yeah, a, a good weird. Good weird, though, aren't I'd be good for changing him. You're fucking weird, though, aren't you? I'm what what are some of the messages he sent? Any weird messages he sent? Sent yeah. your voice not last night, didn't I? He sent me a voice not. It was nearly one, tears. I wanted Bartley out. <laughs> what, you want me to get him out? Bartley out. Want him out, aye. Would you take the first what, team what, what coaching job? What do you think you could bring to a job, but? Well, there's a man. Fuck off. He's no players. He needs to play himself, and you're meant to be his mate. How many mannequins have you got? He could, he could <laughs> probably be. Have you, do you need a mannequin? He could you're do good, that. You're good I hate to take boxes. He's a brother. How good at taking boxes, though? Ten by ten. Ten by ten. He's good with the stopwatch. He's good with the stopwatch. I'm buzzing. SWG, my back boys. Sunday. By the way, you still get nightmares thinking about that place, oh, though, don't you? First one? Oh, no, oh, the that summer route, show. In the summer show, but it was absolutely amazing. And my back, Andy Buzz. These are the boys of Andy Jason coming Scottish career. Aye, I know. Is that you, boys? Nah, was, it, nah? was that you? Aye. He still texts me every couple of months or so. He's like, listen, just tell the boys I'm so thankful for <laughs> what he's done to me. He should be thankful after that. No. What were some of the best moments at SWG? Scotland games were unbelievable, to be fair. You shadow box in the Dildo. Aye, the Scotland games are unreal. When Sai came out and did his tea routine and shouted, Denmark! Denmark! That was a low one. I've had a lot of those in football, but that was up there. I shadow box a Dildo. You've got the Scottish on Saturday, then you've got that show on Sunday. Scottish on Friday night, mate. Friday night, this could go wrong. Talk a wee bit about Friday night, This could go wrong on Sunday. No, no this is going to be the best weekend ever, Davey. You going to win? Uh, we're going to smash the full weekend. Confident, mate. I see where you're coming from, Davey, because obviously he's having a chat with you beforehand about how he kind of sleep. He's asking you for advice. How do you take your mind away from him? He looks as if he's been sleeping under a bridge. <laughs> I know. <laughs> By the way, what about the Louis Hughes? He's, he's like, you better give him a bit. Did you even tell that? Did he? But I've been on the podcast two years now and he's still no give side of it. So what about the Louis V so they're brilliant, Davy? And look at the watch, I know what size of that. He's got a bit, isn't he? Oh, that, yeah. Did you hear us carrying your chinos? Remember the chinos you wore? Ah, they were short. Did you ever see that? Look, man, the brown chinos. They were like brown chinos. The ones you are. Uh, uh, they've been retired. Good, mate. They've been retired. Good, good. But it couldn't have been a game when they got that. the ones we beat Celtic 1 0. Was it? Aye, I might bring them back out. Was it? You should wear MSWG3. No better than that. Do you want them? Aye, can I get them? I'll come home with you today. The only thing is, no, you'll be, you'll spend the full time I'll come home with you today. But we went on Chino Watch for a bit, didn't we? And when he started wearing them, they, they went unbeaten for ages, mind. Uh, that's right. As we were saying. <laughs> I'm good. They were a good luck charm, man. You, you've got, you have got a bit, didn't you? What do you mean? A bit of style. I'd like to think so. Ah, but you've changed. <laughs> come on. You've, cha you've changed now, though, haven't you? Because when you were younger, I knew you've studied you inside out and studied your brain. You didn't even know I have studied you inside No, you have signed one player. For finance, the rest of you trying to be brilliant. I just wanted to see if you're on your toes. Um, <laughs> he's brilliant, isn't he? <laughs> Absolutely. That noise but, is getting bigger than where you talk to me. No, but listen, what, and what I noticed was, you used to materialistic. Story, you used to like about your money and all that. Now yeah. you're not about that. You're about pe pe uh, people and about personalities and giving people a chance. And that's absolutely brilliant. David Martin did absolutely. Well, well, is that why you're coming in? That's why I'm coming in. 
Yeah. That's why you, you resurrect my career, innit? Mm-hmm. We're going to be the date, mate. I've had a few. I've met a lot of you in Berlin. You've never been there. A couple of times. What happened to a guy like him in Barrel? If I was in a cell with you, and you walk in the cell and I'm sitting there waiting for you. I just walk right back out. Would you? <laughs> I, I, do you know what I do? I'd put all your stuff in a duvet and throw you to cell. <laughs> no, in fact, I'd put you in the duvet and throw you out of cell. You, you, spend, uh, you spend 90% of your sentence under your bed. That's what he does anyway. <laughs> yeah, anyway. The matches. You're more chances of grand a week to sleep under your bed. <laughs> do too much of me, do you? You'd be wanting your mate to move in with you. Aye, into jail. You must have been in the neck. I'm I'm, I'm oh, been, he did. He, he did get you a wee. Better watch the fashion police. Don't get you there. You get a weekender. I've done a weekender before. Brutal, mate, innit? Brutal, innit? There's no cute. What did you get? What was that for? Bitch the piece. Quit <laughs> <laughs> shouting at your mum. <laughs> hey, come on, if I know, just tell them there's a link in the description box for the tickets on Sunday. Of course, I actually you, there's a link in the tic, uh, ticket box below for Sunday. I don't think you were telling what? me, no telling the audience. Tell the audience, come on. No, as you've just said it, go. No, you say it's the ticket box, so it's a description box. Right, descri- you say that it's a ticket box. No, 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 you go. Fucking hell, he's a dig, isn't he? He's under pressure, mate. He's under What an attack. Don't give him a hug. He's under pressure, mate. Take your new coat off. Can't even feel his shoulders. He's a dog 45. This is like Fordo Air again. Do you ever watch that one, we four, the still game? What? One we four done me, remember? Still game? Aye. He terrorised me and this is the feel I'm getting out of you. Used to call me. Simon had a nickname when we played Peter Reid, you were Winston. <sighs> you only had one leg. <laughs> By the way, I was always decent against you. Oh, one did leg you? and couldn't run. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hopkins tried to sign me. No chance. He did. He phoned no me chance. once. He, did. he was there, mate, when Hopkins was there. I was good against you, now. He would have phoned me, David Watt, but having went, no chance. <laughs> was he shy? Did, did, did you just play on me? Played on your app, you? pats on you. How? Uh, pats Rafa was on your ass. He said he can't run. Can't run. Rafa stitching you. <laughs> Rafa, but he says he could never give you the ball away. He'd never give you the ball away, but he, he never really had it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I hated playing against Pittman. He was a fucking racehorse. Just ran, man, ran all day. He's got so much energy, isn't he? Yeah, he's playing. You were good. Nah, you were good that, that, that year. See that? See that? I can remember the game. Do you remember a game? Decky just came out of prison. That's right. That was Decky trained with me on the first day. Played you on the Saturday up there, and that was the first game we went to a back three. Yeah. We were a four before that. But Is that Decky, as well? So the back, so what we done, we had Sean Crichton. Sean was playing right back. Halkett, Lifkoe and Jacko was the back four. Decky came out. So we need to come up with something to fit everybody into the team. So we went a back three. Lifkoe went left centre half. Halkett was playing right back. How was it? Right back. Right. Right. Oh, never said I that. went so pulling. Oh, all I done was just run up and down that line and blaze the ball out of the bar. Aye, <laughs> that's right. Sounds about right. Like that. Bang. <laughs> but um, I'll tell you, it's a funny story there. So anyway, that was the decky played right centre half. Sean Crichton right wing back. Halkett middle of the three. Left go left centre half and Jackson Longridge and big decky. He was only out of prison forty eight or something that's like. Right. Went up to Peter Hayden scored. Is that your defence in League One? I mean, they're the good team in League One, man. That was it. You was pissed at that year, didn't you? Aye, I think we brought all di- like all different kinds of reckon. Mace wins in the Browns, Mace goals scored. But it was a tight league at that point. You had breaking Aloha, Airdrie and us. Yeah. And they were they were pro- some of them were paying more money than us, but we were full time, so you got the right player because he came to you 
to be full time. Aye. They never went to let, let's say Breakin for more money or Airdrie for more money. I think they were a hybrid at that point. Yeah. But it was like that works, Davey, like see how the budgets and that money full time to part time. Do you think by throwing a few quid at a few decent players makes your team better because of it? I wouldn't mind having that opportunity. Ah. Yeah, but no, yeah, I think you're, you're some, <clears throat> sometimes if you can go and pay somebody 10 grand a week, he maybe comes to you for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Like they're coming for the money, they're yeah. not coming for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the lower budget, you're generally signing players for the right reasons because yes. they're coming to me for the opportunity, mm-hmm. no the finances. Whereas maybe at the bigger clubs, it's a hunger, the desire there sometimes. What so. was the Halkett story you were going to tell? So Halkett, Halkett got through into his, he was at the Angels. Craig Maholland had phoned me and said, Look, have a wee look at this boy, I'll let him come in and train me. He's going to probably get cut with us in the January or the, the summer. And he bought a big house, came in. And already had Liam was, Liam was in training me, so Liam knew him really well. No, it was the champ year before we got relegated, actually. Um, so Big Halkett came in. He's in the office and that, so I said, Morning. I said, Well, I need a right back. I'm not a right back. I said, Well, I need a right back. I've not got any money. So if you're not a right backers, like, no, come no. in, we'll have a wee look and we'll see how we get on. Next day, door goes. He's like, oh, big house pops, he's in. He said, I just want to let you know I'm a right back. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I can play right back. Perfect, put him in his right back. And the champ, we got relegated that year. Um, and then uh, went into League One. And then it was probably about eight games into that season, nine games into that season, that we moved him for right back into right centre-half. Right. But it was probably more... More because Decade came out of prison as well and we had to find a, a system that suited the boys. So I'm very big. I don't believe in, here's my formation, here's my philosophy and this is what I'm going to do. I don't really believe in that. I think players make formations and what's available, do you know what I mean? So at that point in time, we were looking at how do we get my back three involved. We've got two good full backs that can play as wing backs and we get two strikers on the park. We boxed we Liam Buchanan right, was the top him, scorer in the league that year. Yeah, but yeah. he needed somebody up there playing with him as well. And but who was that? I can't try to think. We Danny Mullen. We Danny, Danny Mullen was good. Ah, he was really. We Danny Sean Byrne. We Mullen was No, Lee came is the second part of the championship. So we got relegated for the championship that year. We had Fozzy, Mark Fo- Fozzy. Uh-huh, Fozzy, that's right. Red Fawzi went down to Sonali. Is that Barbers. a German guy? <laughs> a German, a big German. Uh, if you want to Fawzi, honestly, technically Fawzi. Uh-huh, brilliant. Uh, brilliant in training, demand standards, very, very good. So we got relegated that year, got into League One, got promoted back up. And then in the January, the championship year, we brought in, I brought in Ryan Hardy and Lee Muller. And that just kicked us, wow. kicked us right on. Ah, we, yeah. so, so I, I would have been at Rangers in the championship that year. We'd have played against you yep. a few times because I think he's did you beat us one 0 at Livy? No, no, you weren't. The Rangers had got promoted the year before. Oh, was it? Usually went up because it was Dungeon United, St. Marin, us. Ah, that'd have been right. You went up. The, the reason I say that because. He's beat us 1 0 the year. 1 0, Mark Warburton was the manager. Uh, Alcott scores the header. So I had wee Noxy, 16, wee Matthew Noxy. You keep the training managers. Aye, so we let him, I let him go in with Mark. So um, Davey Weir was good pals with Hoppy, and he phoned Hoppy. He said, Look, I quite like the wee boy Knox. I said, Go, go in for a week. So he's in the paper, a living player training with Rangers, with Rangers kit on. <laughs> I couldn't get a deal over the line. It was a wee bit, a wee bit of. It was disappointing to be honest because it wasn't the financials, it was the sell on. Oh, just go and give, just give us a wee bit more because you're, you're stealing them. Aye. Give us a wee bit more. 
wee bit more. But so the incentive for you? Aye, so if he does well, everybody does well, couldn't he quite get it over the line? And that's probably one of my biggest regrets in football, is that we knocked him away to Rangers. He's now playing, this is football for you, he's now playing with Musselburgh. Seen that. Musselburgh with my kit man's son, uh, Cheb, son Wayne's the assistant manager at Musselburgh. And technically, he was a, mm. a, a quality player. So we knocked him one no war button. You said, won the league by that point. Malat, right. They've won the league by this point. They're going to put a weakened team out. And put Neil Every, Lewis McLeod in that we're playing. Mm. He scored I wouldn't have been there that year. No. Lewis, I wasn't there with Lewis McLeod. Aye. Was that? It would have been the year I before. It might have been the year before, actually. But I might be getting the game maxed up. But ball went in. Halkett was a match. He, he came for Rangers, grew up with Rangers, been at Rangers since he was eight. Massive Rangers fan. Scores the winning. We and Oxy puts the ball in. Halkett scores a header. I think it was a header. And uh, we won. No, it would have been the Foots Halks. But Halkett started his career as a striker. Because uh, he scored a lot of goals See for the years, amount of goals he scored for us. And even the, the game there on Saturday, uh, when we won him 1-0, pardon me, um, Halk wins the flick on to wee Alan Forrest Aye. when Robbie leaves him up top. Aye. He's a handful, eh? Oh, yeah, he is. He's, he's a very good finisher. Good finisher. You've always wanted to know how he's got in with Livingston in the first place, haven't you? I'm obsessed with your career, honestly. How, when, was the, when was the time you actually went, I want to be a manager now? Never. Did you know? No, not really. But what, how did it end up going from where you were at to being the manager? What do you mean, like, to be the manager? Aye. So, obviously, Hoppy would. Me and Hoppy, so I was in with John McGlynn for six months. Burchie and Mark Burchill. Yeah, Burchie right, was the assistant, but Burchie was for Livingston. So Burchie had a lot of friends that knew me and I had a lot of friends that knew Burchie. So when my name had put in with one of the directors upstairs, he said, look, we've got a local guy who wants to come in. He's bit, for him to come in and help the club, he's wanting to come in and watch training, take a bit of training, well, join in and see how it is. Because I was coming for Broxburn and I went in. I was like, we were running... Broxburn better than what Livingston were getting ran. I was going in there to learn. So John, John had never had any money. To be fair, it was in a terrible place for the first two years. Um, John, John left the club. Burchie got the job. Burchie brought Hoppy in. Um, so I struck up a friendship with Hoppy. Obviously done a wee bit more in training. And then Burchie, again, Burchie left the job. But at that point, like John and Mark were, there was no money. I mean, no money, 300 quid a week for players in the championship. So nothing at all, three, 400 quid, honestly. I had pals that were earning more working in building sites. <laughs> um, so then Hoppy, Hoppy, Butchie left, and then Hoppy said, look, do you want to date with me? I said, look, I'll speak to, speak to the board. I was kind of the conduit between the football department and the board at that point, which was kind of in a wee bit of a mess. So... I said, aye, right, I mean, when we'll have a wee crack at it. So we actually got relegated because we took over maybe in November, December in the championship. But the points, we, I think there were something like nine points in 19 games, bottom of the league. Um, we finished second bottom that year, Stranra beat us in the playoff. And then we got relegated to League One. And that's when we just emptied the place and brought a lot of new players in. Brought a new players in, put our style and how we wanted to play football in. And then that League One team, so we packs, everybody talks about we packs coming from playing in the Premier League now. I don't think we packs would be playing in the Premier League for Broxburn to the Premier League. I think the jump's too big, but mm -hmm. organically, we've been relegated as a, a club. You've went to League One and you've then you've been able to progress years. and develop. And I think that helped me as well. Would yeah. I have came for Broxburn to the Premier League? I, I, I don't think so. That opportunity wouldn't be there. But I don't think you'd have the know-how to do it either. 
it's a huge jump. Mm -hmm. So going to League One, getting relegated, going to League One and being able to organically develop and progress as a coach and a player with wee pats, I think it really helped us. And that continuity for League One to the champ, the double back-to-back -back promotions, and then the first year in the Premier League, that was huge. That was that squad and staff together for, well, no, Hoppy left after the second year, but three years, really we had collectively 75% of that squad. But that's like... That's amazing. What, what you're saying, that's you don't realise that opportunity at the time until you look back on it, because even me at Libby, obviously we were championship, yeah. and I was a young boy coming through. Some of the players we had, like Snoddy, Dones, yeah. Murray ah. Davis and Dave McKay, so I wouldn't have got the opportunity I got until the yeah. club got demoted to the bottom league. So then I look back at it even now and think, I was so lucky that the club actually did go down to that because yeah. then I'm playing first team football at 15, 16. That, that, that is it. People talk about this, this youth system and that. No. See if you're sitting there with so, millions of these players getting that chance, they'll know. And yeah. I was so close to leaving. Yeah. So we've seen the club went down and basically everybody's every, contract was null so and void. So you were there with Keegs, you would have been there. Keegs, aye. All the brothers were there. Bobo. Triplets were there, Keegs was there. Bobo. Oh, aye, I've told stories about Gary Bowen. Oh, oh no, Burton O'Brien. Burton O'Brien, no, no, O'Brien, no, 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 that's what we call Gary Bowen. Aye, I know. But no, aye, so... Just shows you every relegation it benefit, I know it's not great for the club at the time, it benefits well, somebody within the club. Oh, nearly was there. Somewhere. Who? Neil Hastings was there. Hastings was obviously on Levy's first Hastie team Hastings was the year we stayed in the championship. We beat Queen of the South, last kick of the ball. Danny Marlin got nudged by Queen's, can't remember, maybe Chris Higgins, something like that. Danny's through, he sailed down. Soft pen, soft pen. Kyle Jacob scores it. We win 1 0 and we stay in the championship. So Neely was there that year. Club had nothing. And um, I had to start dealing with all that and that, oh, you need to tell Neely or not. There just, there was no money, nobody no, upstairs. No. I was lucky if I even seen anybody during the week. Uh, we stayed in the league that year, got relegated next year. League one, I can remember, that's clear as day. Boy, it was kind of running the club. Came and gave me a big bunch of keys and says, I'm off. We go out with a big bunch of keys. So what, what was your job at that stage? Were you everything, in charge of the club? Everything. I've, for the last six years, I've basically done because you were doing handyman stuff and all that as well, weren't you? I mean, everything, everything, everything done, everything at the club. Seeing the League One days and the Championship days, we'd be lucky if we had two folk in the boardroom. Why did you want to take that on? Well, I was in there at that point in time. I was in, I was learning to be a coach. I had a lot to prove to myself, but I was looking for an opportunity as well. Who's going to give somebody that's just come out of prison an opportunity in professional football? Mm. So I got that opportunity be a default because if Livingston were ran probably a little bit better and had more money would I have been in there? No you wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been in there so again what Andy's saying as a player financially kind of really so happened well. to me as well and we packs and all these players. See, so on, the, on the prison thing I don't talk too much about it but you're in there you know you're coming out while you're in there are you thinking about like your future? Aye, but I was at university, think? so I'd, when I got arrested in 2-4, I was in bail for two and a half years. Right. So I went to university for two years, I just kind of flipped my life upside yeah. down. I knew I couldn't keep doing what I'd been doing. What did so, you study? But, um, project management, right. and that's really all I've done at the club for the last... Right, just I was going to say, I... I've project managed the football club, the full football club, for the last six, seven years. So I went there for two years and got... Jailed, I got arrested 2-4 April, got jailed in October 2-6, so I was at university for two and a wee bit years. Mm -hmm. um, Craig Gordon's dad was my football manager. 
What, was it? A small world, eh? What, what in the jail? Davy, no, and Harry Watt. Right. I didn't da- even know Craigie's dad was a footballer. Aye, Davy Gordon, and we had um, Ross Campbell, Dick's son. Aye. Ross used uh, to Ross, play with right. me. Uh-huh. Then Ross was my manager in the second year. Um, so I met a lot of good people through being at Harry Watt. That was before the Orium at that time. Um, the Orium was still a car park. Um, so I played with the Herrick Watt football team for a couple of years, but I just changed my life around that that time. And then when I came out in 2010, I'd picked up university a wee bit when I was in my open estate, you know, like you, you go to your open. And then I went back into full-time university in 2010 and I graduated in 2012. So I graduated in 2012 and at that point, so I had plans like when I was in prison to finish my university yeah. degree, but I'd started that change in my life in 2004 oh, right. do you know what i mean so i had no plans to be in professional football no. do you know what i mean i just wanted to go out and start playing football again. Uh, well, just speaking to the board of levy to get on to get into levy what was the so how, how what was the conversation for you to be in there what was the reasons for going so, in there because you're not going to no. say i want to be the manager of this football no, team no west low were you there when they had the foundation andy no west low and youth foundation no, been after me. club never had a penny so they started like a charity like West Lobin Youth Foundation, yeah. it was a charity that basically was going to take over the academy because the club club couldn't do it, never had money to do it, never had the resources, never had the people to do it. So they were looking for local people and one of my pals worked with the big lottery right. and he had been seconded to work with the West Lobin Youth Foundation. So he was in the club working every day to help the club and he was dealing with different, like the chairman would come in, people like that, Gordon McDougall, he said, oh, my pal's a local guy, get him in, he's a hand, he's, do, he's done really well with the local clubs in Livingston over the years. So I went and had a meeting with him, like, ah, look, do you fancy coming in, he's a hand, a wee bit of sponsorship here, but I was, I had a construction company, project management company, so I started doing wee bits and bobs in and around the stadium for nothing to help them out. But for that, I said, look, I want to come into training on a Tuesday and a Thursday morning, and I could still run my own business. Yep. So that's what I done on a Tuesday and a Thursday for probably, a year until John left, and then when Mark got the job, I kind of was in Monday, Tuesday, Thursday mornings, and then when Hoppy got a job, I had to, that was me, I was in the club full time. What did you enjoy doing there, the football stuff or the financial stuff, sponsorship I don't stuff? really do, like, what do you mean, oh, I've never done the financial stuff, I took a bit of sponsorship, so took a board, right. but probably what I'd done is I put the floor in the boardroom, fixed up the stadium, done loads and loads of different stuff, just general maintenance stuff, but I had a phone book of, builders, mm. like people, joiners, electricians, sparks, plasters, like I had a phone book that, because that was my background as well, project management, but, but it was construction based, so I had people in doing bits and bobs in the stadium. Did you ever think about leaving at any point? Um, That's a hell of a lot though, isn't it? That's a lot to take on, and you're uh, on your own business as well. Aye, but I had to sack that when it became a full-time job at that point, like with Hoppy, I, I couldn't do it, my head was bursting. Couldn't do it, but we were League One, remember? Yeah. So see, really, in Scottish football, in League One, it's no too different to what you guys are doing. Open goal. That was at Broxburn. I used to go to a gym on a Monday, train on a Tuesday, go to the gym on a Wednesday, train on a Thursday, have a rest day on a Friday and play on a Saturday. It's not really much different for mm. playing with Livingston in League One. Yeah. Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? Mm. If you do, if you're trying to be do the job right yourself, so it wasn't there a huge difference for me. You get into the coaching side of things and it's, you're working in the hobby. Do you then potentially see a future? You think this could we could actually do this, and or did you just still just kind of play it by ear, see how it goes from a day to every day, 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 day
Simon's always ended up watching Blue Hill and stuff, and I'm now starting to apply for things that are coming up at lower levels, junior levels yeah. and stuff. I've just took every day, one day at a time. I, and I just look at it and think, if you get an opportunity, sometimes it might not be the right, but sometimes you've, you've just got to start somewhere. I wasn't sure about going into Livingston and see probably some of the best decisions in my life. I've no always been overly sure of them. Oh, sure about that. But I'll go and get a try, I'll go and get a bath. Think about that this morning. What's that? Coming on here. Think about it coming on here this morning. I've been thinking about that for a couple of years. But nah, I've I've just took it one day at a time. But I think that's your mate. See, being on bail for 2004, 2006, the first thing you think about when you wake up is go to jail. The last thing you think about, go to bed, is go to jail. Like you're seeing your your partner at the time. I had my son at the time. So looking at every day. I have to tell your son, look, dad's not going to be here, but I I couldn't tell him that. It was two and a half years, and I think that built a mental resilience in me. And it kind of changes how I approach life and football. I I just, one day at a time, I can't affect the past. If I get beaten Saturday, you know how hard it is, isn't it? It's it's horrible. It ruins your weekend. But do you know what? You go back in the Monday, I can't affect Saturday, but I can affect this Saturday. And that's kind of how I've just took it in football. Do you ever speak just, to him? Do you, you were in the jail? I used to quite a lot, but see, to be fair, if boys, I think boys have took a wee bit of a step back because they don't want to be a burden on me. I think I'll get, I'll get a text, I'll get a tweet, stuff like that. Uh-huh. But when I first came out, we were really, all really close with each other because it becomes your family because you spend every waking minute with each other, twenty-four hours a day. It becomes yeah. your family. Wait, oh. Sorry, David, obviously Livy's been great for you and you've been great for Livy, but have you said goodbye to them now that you've got your Rangers? Or? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it'll not be me, I can guarantee you that one. Seen the rumours. Seen the rumours. Nah, no. Why would it not be you though, seriously? I don't think the Rangers football club coming is going to come for David. I don't think so. Why not? I don't think so. Well, why would But they? because of your past, like... Yeah. Oh, really, right? I think, right, see how I look at life, right? So if I sit here and we're on camera and we speak, give me your views on immigration. Maybe not so much you guys, because you don't really care. (laughs) But if you ask somebody on social media uh, a kind of question that's a wee bit bit on edge, right, they probably give you the political answer. They'll come across, immigration, there's a good one, right? And they'll come out and say, well, see if you were sitting having a coffee, somebody does your name, they probably have a different view. Right. But they're no willing to put it on social media. So how I relate it to me, everybody thinks that's a great story. David Martindale is a great story, but they, they want David Martindale, the ex-convicted Everybody's drug dealer. Everybody's willing to say, great on David yes. turn his life around and that. Yes. But in our establishment, he's no your cup of tea. See, for me, Rangers mm. and Celtic are global football institutions. Yep. Eh? Like the Rangers, um, Aberdeen, Dungeon United, Edinburgh Hearts, they're big, big clubs in Scottish football. Interesting, they're a decent size, but you'd probably say we're smaller clubs. Rangers and Celtic are global institutions. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy with that. I can, I can relate to that. I can, I've made my bed and I'll lie in it. And I, can, I can understand that. His master makes his bed. Every morning. <laughs> but based on football, you should get it. Based on football. I agree with you. <laughs> 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 so do you, do you still see yourself at Livy for, for years to come? I think you were linked to Fle- Fleetwood at one I, stage, weren't you? I have spoke to Fleetwood, but it wasn't quite right for both parties. I've had a bit of interest in Scotland, and I've had a bit of interest down south. But see, for me in football, I think the structure's got to be right behind the scenes for you to get it right on the part. Mm. And I'll use Hearts. I think Hearts have got it bang on. The structure behind the scenes. I think it's a fantastic club. I spend a lot of time, spare time, going to Hearts games. 
I stay in Stockbridge with my wife and we won the boardroom at Hearts. You done it? No, I've you, not, you, you've not. done it. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. I got up there, all know your name. It's like, it's not a shirt and tie. You can go up, smart but casual. You're up there, you're in with all the boards, you both clubs. There's a wee bit of hospitality, all the scouts, managers, the other clubs. Yeah. It's brilliant. I think Hearts have got it right behind the scenes. And that then gives the players in the park a great opportunity success. Trickles down to the pitch. And then yeah. I think, and I'm not what to start naming clubs, but you start looking at certain clubs and the ownership models and the structures in Britain. There's not actually a lot of clubs out there. Now that you go, do you know what? I'll be able to implement, I'll, they'll give me two windows to get it right because I'm a big believer. You're going into a club, you're generally going into a club because they're not doing well, really. Very few jobs that you're going in when the manager's left because he's been successful. It's generally because he's been sacked because they've not had success. So you need windows to make that right. Do you get that now? Yeah. Do you think he's going to get the Rangers job? I think Mick's got Beale, a good chance. Do you know, is he a good, I've not spoken to Mick since that and I wouldn't speak to Mick since that, but we're going down to play them on Tuesday. So we're going down to QPR to play them at Loftus Road. Whether it's Mick, whether it's no Mick, I don't know. But for me, I look at all the names getting mentioned. I think Sean Dice would be good. a fantastic. I'd love to see a British manager get a job. And I don't mean that in against foreign coaches. You've probably seen it, Andy, in your career when foreign players come in. Unbelievable ability. It doesn't necessarily translate on a Saturday, does it? No. I think trainings can put a different... Intensity of the games and the style they play. Everything's different. Like, But if you've got a British manager who knows British football, I'm not even saying a British manager, but somebody that knows British football, even if maybe look at Pedro, that could probably say, right, well, you're there, man. You, 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 <laughs> I know, but is that He's Pedro's not get again. Is somebody coming into a totally different culture? But then you look but at Ange, though, at Celtic. I know, but Ange, I would then say the Australian culture's no far off a British uh, culture. Well, you look, that's probably why a lot of British clubs are going to that market, then, or Scottish clubs. Do you know what I mean? Different. So you look at that, you look at that, and then he's got, Ange's got um, history working with players in Japan, so he's recruiting what he knows. But he also understands British football. Yeah. And I think, looking at Mick, he knows the board, he knows the club, he knows the players. So does that give him a better chance of success in the short term than, let's say, someone coming in for the Belgium top flight? Mm. I think it does. I also I think, think as well, like, I think he would get the best at the players he's got the now, uh -huh. which I think is big. Because I, I don't actually, I might be wrong, but I don't think that if he does get the job in January, he's not going to get... 10 million to spend nah, it's not going to happen so. he, he might get a, a budget to bring in a you couple at, of players but your you Tabs your, your Kents your Morelos's I think you'll get the best out of them again yeah I think so I think um, I just look at different styles of play and I think listen I think Gio done a, look at what he done he took him in a European Cup final but you look at his styles of play between when it was Stephen and Mick I found it easier to manage against Gio and I mean that in the nicest possible way Whereas Kent had a lot more freedom under Mick and Coming Stephen, inside, yeah, and he was yeah. difficult. Whereas Gio was probably more the Dutch model with out and out like, wingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure Rangers had out and out wingers that could play that system. Mm -hmm. Whereas under Stephen and Mick, well, and Gary. They were playing with Hadji coming in, inverted wingers. Kent coming in. Kent could boot in the right. He could be through the middle. He was a lot more effective than. Standing out there, when the ball went out there, we can then go and engage with your fullback. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but it seemed to me that every time you played Rangers this year, it was, we're happy for your back foot to have it. We're happy to force you down the line and, and let you cross the balls in the box. But any time you try and play through the mid areas, 
we'll be in a shape. When it gets in there, we'll make contact. Was that pretty much your setup? I, mean, I think if you look at it, whether you want the ball, you want the ball as far away from your goal. This is for you. Thanks, Help man. you out here. But like you do, where would you rather the ball? Was coming through the middle of your defence, coming through, I call that zone three. So we zone the park off. So zone one, zone two, zone three, zone Need two, and one. It. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the zone's got to change. He's not having the <laughs> You're one of us. The zone's going on. That's why I do it, but I think it makes coaching a wee bit easier for players because it understand. lets you understand where you're wanting them. Yeah. And that's what we can... It's, it's, don't get me wrong, it's difficult on the ass so tough trying to zone it out at times. 500 cones. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but it's difficult at times, but it's just to give them. So if we can keep the ball outside the 18-yard area, if realistically... It's probably the area of the part that the opposition give you. Every opposition will give you that because you're strong through the middle. But again, the chances of scoring for that area of the part statistically are very low. Mm-hmm. So, See, uh, in terms of coaching, do you still go and watch other coaches? No, I've never really been into never watching done that. other coaches. So where did you get kind of your philosophy on football? I know you didn't like just that word, but just playing. Through. Just playing. I actually think one of the things that's helped me in football, and people probably don't like me for saying this, is i never done a coaching badge for six years at Livingston. One, Kev will love that, wouldn't you, no, Kev? One, and I, I don't mean it I like that, right? But one, I was be able to learn. So I learned off Berkshire, I learned off John, I learned Hopkins. off Hobby. But you learn as you go, mm. you adapt, you grow, you develop, you progress. I think Twitter, I use Twitter for football, a lot of footballing information. The access you get to Twitter, the information that's on that now is incredible. Access to like maybe even pep stuff, just wee bits and bobs. So you pick stuff up as you go along, and you pick stuff off of opposing managers. What but, uh, what what's the, what I want to ask you? What's the difference between coaching, managing League One players and Premier League players? Do you know what I used to sit in League One and go, I can't wait to get a championship, and we have another two hundred quid a week. It's going to be so different. You can just get a different type of player. Then I go to the Premier League and I thought, as any champ, I'm like, ah, this is just the same. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get to the Premier League to get to spend a wee bit more money and get a better player. I've found that it's generally just been the same. I've, what, what I've found incredible is I think coaching the basics in football is gone. I think academy, I think academy structures are wrong. I don't agree with the academy systems. I'm getting told you've got to do it. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. X, Y, and Z to qualify for solidarity payments, and you've got to do X, Y, and Z to be an academy. That doesn't necessarily suit us. I think it should be bespoke for that club. Club, yeah, yeah. Like, you've got to have an 11s, 12s, 13s, 14s, 15s, 16s, 18s. I've got to have that. I've got to have that. I don't want kids in me, 11, 12, 13, 14. What, do you want them to play boys club? I want them playing boys club. I want them playing with the schools. I want them playing with the county. I want them playing with Scotland schools. I want them out in the streets playing football with their pals. They're in an academy. That takes it away, doesn't it? Four nights a week you're in the academy. And I think it gets coached out of them. Yeah. I, I think, think it gets coached out on the course I did last week in that wrestling course, they were, statistically they were saying that by putting all the best players together, because there's some clubs out there that genuinely go and handpick boys from pro youth to have a, yeah. a team, and then obviously the, the pro youth teams do that, handpick the players. Statistically they say that it doesn't necessarily mean that by putting all the good players together actually makes them what, any better. What was it? It's they'd... shown to, that, that if we've got two or three good ones in the team and three or four mixed ones in the team and a couple of the other, they just achieved the same anyway. For me, like, it was the big one they came through with. Was it Bertie Volks and who was all technical boy, the German boy? Uh, what, was, it, was it that, that Mark? Votes, votes, votes or something like 10,000 hours of football, yeah. 10,000 hours, right? I guarantee, I don't maybe know so much you there, Randy, I don't know, but I guarantee we played 10,000 hours of football out in the streets. Sweet. We were pals against yeah. the other scheme, against the other streets. Now you're getting 10,000 hours of football in an academy. I've said that. I think my generation is the last generation used I to use, be the same. I, I think use, I was the last generation of that. I think you actually don't see people play football in the streets anymore. No, never. Computer's not that new though, is it? I, I, I but phones and all that. It's different. Football's repetitive, right? But what, what you didn't realise as a kid by going out in that street and kicking that ball against the wall. You found a way to win. You, you, you did that, but what you were doing was, was repetitive, constant repetitive. Yeah. You were working your keep you on Monday with your mates, oh, I got 20, I got 25. And what you didn't realise was you are working your touch. touch when you were starting like, shooting, 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 constant the guy's fence and break the fence, break the windows, you're working your shooting. You yeah. don't realise that what's happening now is they go to your academy the day an hour or an hour and a half at night and then they go home and that's it but done That's with. your four nights a that's week, three done. nights yeah. a week. Go and play their computer, so but how do we change that though? Because that, is, no that is what we're saying. Offence. Offence, sorry. You're not, you're not. Do you know what I mean? But how do you change? Repeat, repeat, repeat. And I'm not going to yes. So how, what was your, what was your YTS? I was boys club into YTS. So for me, when you hit 16, you got your YTS, you went to pro football. That for me, and whatever you done the four or five years previous, you might be training with Celtic, training with Rangers, playing with Rangers, playing with Celtic, but you still stayed at your boys' club. Mm. And for me, that worked. Mm -hmm. And you played with the schools, you played with the county, and the best players played with Scotland. That worked. That worked, worked for the me. Parents, the parents love the idea that, oh, my boy's in at Celtic. Every What's the chance of success? Yeah, is it one percent? No, it's some not along the lines. Point, I, I think I read a start. Zero point six nine, isn't it? Chances of becoming a Premier League football or something zero point zero zero two five percent. Wow! See, see we had a reserve team, and every one of our reserve players were out playing Lowland League or East of Scotland League. See, for me, that's success. Because how many are going to go and play top level football? Very, very few. But see, if we can bring these boys and develop these boys and keep them involved in the game. football, SPFL football. Mm -hmm. I've got VJs out at Morton, V Brian out at Morton. For me, Carlo, Carlo never quite made it with us, 
but he's playing championship football full time with Morton. Yep. For me, that's success. success uh-huh. He's not made it at Livingston, yep. but he's made it in football and yep. he's got an opportunity to still play football. That's success. So do you try and think that maybe invest more in grassroots coaches rather than at boys clubs rather than hell bent on getting? I've, I don't know. I'm trying to use an example. Like, but again, if we're all getting told how to coach, oh, I know, I, this is how I think you that's a problem, coach. I. So what badges have you done now, Dave? I'm on my pro license in May, so I've done my. I've, I came out of prison and I done my old C license in 2010. That was one of the first things I done at Stirling Uni. Um, it's called the club coach at that point. It was valid to 218, and then you went on your B license. In between all that, the pathway keeps changing. Kept yeah. changing. I was working. I was in at Livingston. I went to go on my B. Can I go on your B license? Can I go on your B license? How no? Oh, it's a C license. You need. I said, but this man's valid to 218, so how can I hold it on my B? No, you need to go back to the start, and I'm at Livingston, and you've got four weeks in a season, two weeks you spend with your family, family on holiday, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the only time you see them, and I had two weeks to try and do badges every year. I had to go and do my 1.1, my 1.2, my, and this is when I'm in the Premier League no at Livingston. 1.1, 1, 1, I've done it at the, the back of Tynecastle, and aye, i done one at aye. Orium. 1.3, then I went on my C licence, and I got kicked off it after three days because they said I failed my PVG. So I done my C license, kicked me off that. Then Holty was at Livingston at that point, and Holty said, Do you want me to email the IUSFA for you? I said, Oh, please, can you? So he emailed them, they invited me on. I done my A and my B license over a two year period. And then I'm on, you've got to, there's a year in between now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on my pro license in May. Was it not star studded one of your licenses? Aye, I didn't know anybody was. I didn't know a clue who they were. Who you was said Lewis Garcia was on it, wasn't Lewis it? was on it, Gabby Agbonlahor, Craig Gardner, Bruno Salts. Bruno's now first team coach with, at Chelsea. Bruno wow. played with Brighton. Right. Uh, Chris Samba. It was loads of them. Loads of them. I never had a clue who anybody was. This wee Scottish guy in there shouting at him. Yeah, <laughs> get you guy out here. Try to tell, try to tell Lewis Garcia how to attack wide areas. <laughs> and it, it, it was neat. It was about three days on the course, and Craig Gardner came up to me. And he's like, "How you doing?" I'm Craig. Craig, whatever, whatever. I said, "Hi, how you doing?" He said, "I'm quite friendly with Graham at Rangers, Graham Park. I think they played a lot of golf together." I went, "All right." And he said, "Graham said you're in at Livingston." I'm like, "Aye." So I struck up a wee bit of friendship with guards. And Gar's like, that's him, that's him, that's him. He's telling me who all are. these players are. I never had a clue who, I genuinely never had a clue who any of them are. You're just finishing your early touches? I've done that years ago. Pardon? He's just finishing his early touches? Yeah, 1.1. 1. 1. I was no coaching, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, we, um, I, I had a brilliant... Is that a winky? <laughs> I had a brilliant story, by the way. You, you were, used to work in at Ibrox, was it fitting sort of computer systems, nah, software? I don't know, turnstile systems in but at Ibrox. You, went, you were in Waltersmith's office, mm-hmm. I'll let you talk, and Del Piero's book, I just wanted to get that in. It was member, member Rangers, Del Piero, Juventus days. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? It was a big dossier. We were doing the night shift, so we were putting all that. It was the cabling in for all the turnstiles. The first time they were going cardless, eh, ticketless. So we were going into the card. And we were doing the night shifts, and I was in charge of the job. And I remember just sitting in Walter because we had to put power put uh, data points in his office. There's a big thing on Del Piero having a wee flick through it. That was when was that? That'd have been about 2000, 2002, something along the lines between 2000 and 2004. Did you get a chance to meet him when you were doing that? No, never. No. We were night shifts, so we were all away. But used to during the day, we'd go in. What was it? So you're in the dugout, you're looking at the far right, Andy, the glazed bit under one of the screens, 
So if you're in the dugout and you're looking across the park, the Ibrox suite, aye, the corner one, the far right the corner, corner, and you're the right, that was just getting built, and I'd put all the data points in there. And we were in there, like, guys, come on, like, you just need to be out here for five o'clock. We've got a Champions League game tonight. I need ball, shut the doors. We all sat and rubbed the window, lean off the windows, and we sat and watched the football when Rangers were playing the Champions oh, League. Brilliant. That was the first time when that was getting built. That must have been 2000, something along the lines. See, in terms of sort of a new mate. No, no, you go, no, you go. Well, I was going to go back to the Livy days. No, it was brilliant when we, so when you obviously used to get Joe's when you were younger. Brilliant. See, when you used to get the turnstile at the weekend. You knew you were making about 40 quid at least. Yeah, <laughs> see, any time yeah. it was cash payment. <laughs> So you're talking about jobs, you were doing that, you talk about jobs that you've done at Livingston, I seen you fixing the crossbar, what's kind of the fucking strangest job you've done at Livingston? Fixing the crossbar? <laughs> nah, um, ugh, that, that crossbar one, that was a nightmare one, sitting looking at Malky Mugs, what's going on there? What's happened to that crossbar? So I've got three boys in the club, maintenance boys, right? They, but they all came to me, this was six years ago, the, the, the job centre came and went, they need to come and work with you for six months or they're getting their money stopped, two of them. So I brought them into the club as volunteers for six months, they've been with me now for six years. That's the same with him and this. I can get you in, because <laughs> you still sign on. Sometimes. He's not getting, getting paid for this. <laughs> was it proper noticeable across bar? Like, could you notice so, it for you? What was he, were you, you just on it? it? As he's not, big stretch, big stretch, went up and grabbed the top of it and hung off it. Um, so I'm like, how's this? Because we'd been training, so I'm like, was he like that? How's that? So I'm saying something, the kids must have broken and done something. But the more and more I've went down to the crossbar, so the three maintenance boys are there. And I'm looking at it going, by the way, that's how, how has this happened? But I was concentrating on the game and trying to get the game on. Got a hydraulic jacks and all that, trying to jack the bar back up. But anyway, wasn't he? So it wasn't he after the game, I'm thinking about it, I went, nah, that couldn't have, that wasn't he, Matt. Nobody's done that, it's physically impossible. So we had a cherry picker in the week before, and I had the guys doing taking signs down. So I've sent a message. So I've got a maintenance chat. It's me and the three guys that need maintenance. So at night, I'll check they've done all their jobs. And in the morning, I'll give them all their jobs for the, the rest of the day. <laughs> so big message. I said, look, guys, you need to be honest with me here. One of you have done this with a cherry picker because I could tell it was hydraulic. You've not done that with brute strength. Right. The bar was buckled. It was like cut. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get camera in there to check? No. So I was going to be the next one. Put all the cameras in so I knew I could check. Um, so, message back, one of the maintenance boys. I'm really sorry, I didn't think, I didn't think you would notice it. <laughs> it was like that. It was like a big cut of it. Why so he's had it with the cherry picker, and he? So when you're coming down with the cherry picker, the hydraulics in the cherry picker snapped it nearly in half. And he said, two weeks ago he'd done it, two weeks before the game. That's quite dangerous, but and that's yeah. a big, big stretch and goes dead. And he's well, ah, I meant to tell you, but I forgot, and it just snowballed for there, and I was too scared to tell you. I said, you if you told me, I could have fixed it. So luckily, we had a game on the Saturday. I phoned up Harrods, it's the sports, uh, the sports equipment supplier, and he sent me two new crossbars up. So I've got one line ready. 
you go. I'll okay, come and help you with me and you'll do it together. Go do it. The taps are. <laughs> How'd you put it up? Shut up, you back By the way, breaking news, David Martindale, manager of the month. Yeah! Yes. <laughs> he's got wasp in his head. <laughs> I mean, what an achievement, though, not began. Jaffy's Pertz winning that one, innit? I think he's the only one to win it in 2022, wasn't he? Uh, yes, I can. No way! So we've got I, to, I didn't see I that. You're coming back up to interview him? Ten months. Uh, we'll be interviewing I don't know if I'll be able to come up. I thought Gio was might have like won five it. five or six awards? No, Gio won it. No. Gio, we did win it. We never got it. They did win it. They won it one month. No, they wouldn't. We'll be interviewing you. Wouldn't we? But we need to do it. I couldn't get top shot naked. I wouldn't wear a tie. I wouldn't wear a short tie. They phoned me. You want the job? I said, I'll take the job. And he said, me wear a short tie. And every game I said, no, I'm naked. You get a bottle of Glenn's vodka as well, you know that? I never got one. No, you will. We'll no, you'll get me up one and put it up to you. You can have it. Yous no, do you, well, why don't we sit I'm not a drinker. Why don't we, Are you not a drink? Nah, coffee. Do you know how to drink now? I, I, I will, I'll go out and have it. I don't go out to have no drink. I'll bring red wine up to you. Maybe twice a, twice a year. I used to be out every weekend with Broxburn. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you played that played level, that level yeah. of football. Has the but, days gone and getting a wee wine with a manager after the game, man? Has that not happened? Um, Covid kind of caught a lot of that. Still, Robbie, you'll go and get... I don't, I don't try it. I'll go and get a coffee. I'll go and get a can of juice. Certain managers, certain managers are trying to reintroduce it. But Covid caught everything. Uh-huh. It caught everything. But do you know what? It's all right sometimes. It's difficult seeing you won a game of football and you go in and you're speaking to a manager. What do you say? Uh, oh, you're unlucky, do you? Must be thinking you condescending bastard. <laughs> but you're like, what can you say? Uh-huh. But see if you're being beat, you go in and go, ah, you were decent today, and he's like, ah, I know that. You were unlucky. Fake as fuck, can nice. uh-huh. do you mind if I go a wee bit off topic here? Well, no, please, please. Uh, please. You mean you were involved in the maddest 90 minutes of football two weeks ago, in my opinion, with oh VAR completely taking over a game? How, how did you know that, though? How, how, how mental was that game? I look at it and I go, right, but when I watch Nubly's back, you go, all right, I can see it. But seeing real time, I'm not, claim- thought it was a I'm not claiming for anything. But it's getting to the stage now where every hand... By the way, you probably had... We had two handballs that you might have got. I remember the one in the first half. Aye, and I don't think any of them are penalties. I don't think... Maybe Nubly's, when you look at it back, I can see why it's stupid rolled. But you're looking, you just didn't know what was going on. I just felt as if in that game, mate, like... Anything could happen. I felt as if there was like 20 VAR checks and every one of them took at least 30 seconds. At least. The, so the do, you, do you not like it, Davey? Cochrane's pardon. Do you not like the VAR? I, I was all for it, but I think it's now officiating the game mm. and I don't think that's what it's for. Yeah. I don't... It's if, a correct mistake. It's correct. like handballs, like... You look at the handball and you're like, no, every handball's a bit. Ah, it's the handballs that's getting me in It can't be, but... One interpretation of it is different. Now, see if we're just going to say every handball, we'll make sure every handball's a penalty then so we're on the same page. page but it's interpretations of the handball. But I think like people don't realise like, it's not that referees aren't getting criticised. It's just the way VR yeah, is because they're following a law book, they're following a rule book. And I think what I think managers and players are saying the new is there's too many teething problems. And with Scotland especially, when we waited that long to get it in, that should have been sorted before oh, VR came actually in came in place. Can you give me an example of handball? <laughs> what one? Cup it. What's the handball? Sorry, what's the handball for you? No, but listen, the, the handball is absolutely busy. Man. The handballs when your mum's away out of work. And you're left in the room yourself. You've not got a girlfriend. Have you got a girlfriend? Couple. Have you? 
I genuinely thought you two were partners. Uh, he said that. You're tight, didn't he? I did. What is your favourite search? <laughs> what would you go if you went there? When I first went into Berlin, <laughs> <laughs> and he put, he put the gloves on. <laughs> is that That's what a you proper search. <laughs> By the way, the job you've done with Big Nubler said a million pound striker. No, hundred grand, mate. Mate, you're saying he's going to be a million pound, and I think you're spot on. Have you got a favourite? Have you got a favourite player you've coached? Is that to can you not say that over the years? No, it's probably not a favourite player. No, no, you've never really had them because there's a lot of coaching goes on at our club. So when you come in, and this is like we're talking about this. Like, see when you look at clubs, you look at me personally. I look at manager and go, does he make? players better. Yeah. That's for me is the sign of a good manager. So we put a lot of emphasis on coaching, coaching. You go home with a migraine. I don't know what it's like yourself, but uh-huh. you go home sometimes, your head's bursting. You're constantly, repetition's huge. I think repetition uh-huh. is, you've got to have repetition in your coaching. But you coach players, so there's nobody ever comes in, you go, oh, by the way, I've got a player here. You, you've got the raw attributes to make a player. Maybe Shinny, because Shinny's a different kind of, Kind of play we've got Shinny later on in his career when he's been coached. There's a lot of coaching player. there, yes. um, but we've had to adapt. Shinny suit our style yeah. of play also, which Shinny's found difficult at times as well. Um, but there's probably no. But I look at managers and say, do they make players better? And I look at Ange. I think you can hand in heart look at Ange and go, I think he's made every mm-hmm. Celtic player look at Greg better. Taylor, 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 he's made them better, and for me, that's a sign. A good manager. Well, I think uh, even though you mentioned Nubly there, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way at all, but if you look at his Wikipedia, he said more clubs in Tiger Woods. Yeah. And then you so, know, he's obviously went to Levy, got a fit, and he's Last flying. year in the Premier League, we had James Penrise, League One. We got him for Partick Fistle in League right. One, but I knew him for Levinson and I had him on loan previously. I had Ayo Obolai, who'd played a year with Queenie South, but six years with Down South in non league. He was at Chelsea as a kid? Aye, right? but six years non league. Some along your line. So there's a lot of bad coaching points you've got to get out of these players. Mm. Right? That's just part of the back four at that point. Do you know what I mean? And then you big Nubly who was six years at older sort or six years non-league. So there's a lot of coaching. So I thought with Nubly I need to fast track him, get him used to Scottish football as quick mm-hmm. as possible. So we're better to do that and with Dick Campbell because you know what Dick does? He does the basics well. He doesn't look for you to do anything special. He wants you to go and do the basics proper. His dick doesn't do the basics well, huh? <laughs> Your dick doesn't, though, does it, Sonny? Does he have See, your recruitment, no? The, incru- the recruitment's ah, incredible. Brilliant, isn't it? But it's all of the world, though. Do you Wait. do that yourself? Sorry, sir. Ah, but it's all of the world, though. Uh, and that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's a crazy class. Is the world Europe? No, but even you do, I've got a guy from India, Australia. It's mad, that, isn't it? Have you? <laughs> guy from India? I thought I'd seen an Indian flag. No, we had that. No, no, we've not got enough. I don't think I've seen any Indian How do you do your recruitment, David? Just, I've got, like, for day one, Every agent that's always contacted me, I've always kind of made contact with them. So I've got hundreds of agents, hundreds of agents putting players into me. And the players come into me, I'll have a wee look at them, I'll look at their transfer market, then you'll look at them in Scout and Stat. We now use Stats Bomb, which is decent. Um, so I just kind of look at Now I've got that wee Andy's in the club, so I've brought some in to kind of help me out with it and I push. I look at them and I bang them to him and I say, he knows what I want, he knows how I work, and if they're worth spending, 
the next hour, two hours on, we'll come back to you. But mm -hmm. trying, it's easier, I think, the chance of success is someone who's played British football. Yeah. The chance of success is far greater than bringing foreign players in because we've I've brought players in from everywhere around mm -hmm. the world other than India. <laughs> I'm sure the one you mentioned. <laughs> I, I might. I'll, I'll look at that market now. It's like, I should. I know it's an orange, white, and green flag. Genuinely, it was like Indian flag. Ivory, Ivory Coast. Coast. No, wasn't it? I'll show you I, right. Ireland. Don't gamble. What is he was on your phone? Any <laughs> <laughs> phones is he? When got? did you? When did you first see Dykes? Is he kicking about Duke Street with three phones. <laughs> going to, I when did you first see Dykes? What's that? An iPhone three. <laughs> You might be newly. No, but see, see when, here, Davey, see when newly, it's almost the same I sort of. call me gaffer because I think you're going to come and work for me now. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Seriously? Aye, so no Davey, cut the Davey shit. Davey, need to let that go. What are you going to get? That's Dave, big, what? That's get used to you, it. Yeah. Gaffer, every time you see Davey, it's a fiver thing. What's, uh, what's the job you're going to give him? No, you're going to say something, you're feeding him up to say something after you. Maybe jump in with the maintenance staff to start with just to get The your computer, to download the software. <laughs> Figure the stuff I get on the staff computers. I'll get your computer. Computer. But see the job you've done with Dykes, I'm seeing it now with Newport. Does he ever finish a sentence? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Now, watch no, this, he's going to live. Right, ask us quite It's almost the same, what I've seen in, with Dykes and the path he went, I'm seeing the exact same with Newport. He went to the championship, got to be tested. I know he was at the championship Dykes with the came uh -huh. for, and I'm now seeing that see, with Newport. you've Nubli. done your research. Done, I have, and, I need to get that, and I need to get this player up because it's annoying me because I genuinely well, did see it. You need to get the flag up. Maybe I'm you go with Dykes and Newbury, please, if you don't mean to tell you. So, see Dykes in the Championship. How, is it, have you got a scout going at the Championship games, or does somebody just recommend some years? Right. Played against them for a couple of years. I remember I was talking about this a couple of days ago. Ryan Hardy, you would have been at Rangers probably, Andy. Ryan Hardy was away with Scotland 21s, um, and we, he was playing strange in automobiles to get back. This is a game that reminds me of Dykes. So, Ryan, Scotland 21s when they let him go, he was trying to get back early, he got back, I put him on the team sheet, he arrived at the ground, I think we'd, the game had 20 minutes ago and Ryan Hardy's ran in, do you know Ryan? Aye, aye, just wants to score goals, eh? just wants <sighs> to play football and score goals, put him on the team sheet, I'll be there, he's been in planes, trains, everything to get to the game, so he's going to the game, the big uh, deck he's marking, London, London's uh, playing off the left hand side, Dobie's up front, Decky's right centre half, Big London's been Decky a bit and Decky's biting. Decky bites it absolutely everything. Played with Decky as well. Uh, London's quite chilled, but he's he's a hearty guy at the same time, mm. so he's laughing at him and that. And that's the first time he caught my eye. Thought he's a handful. So after the game, anyway, hard. We're 2 0 done, and Hardy's went on at half time, scored two goals, brought us back to two each. Wow. He's done everything he can to get back to Scotland <sighs> 21. So after the game, I'm talking to Decky, Lifko, and Halkett. See, what about him? I said, oh, he's a handful. He's a, he's a right handful, and that's where he caught my eye that game. I can remember it clear as day, watching that game. Got so, him into the office, like years later, a couple of years later, 18 months later. I said, look, big man, I'm looking for a number nine. I'm not a nine. I said, big man, I'm looking for a number nine. You're a number nine. And I eventually talked him into coming to beat the Livingston to play as a number nine. Because yeah. he wasn't overly keen at the time, because he used to play off a side with Dobie, or in, uh, in front of Dobie. And Dolby played off him. It's mad because he even looking at me, doesn't he? Oh, that he looks like he's got a nine now, uh, doesn't he? Huh? I know, but if you look at he, he's got a wee bit of everything, London. He's got a wee bit of everything. Good in the air, good pace, good delivery. No bad technique, so he could, he could play off a side. Because his scoring record was in the Great Queens either, was it, David? No, but his assist record was phenomenal. Yeah. See that year in the chat, see that year with us? I let Stephen Lawley. London, first game, St. Johnson. 
last minute penalty, he won the game. London grabs the ball. This is my first game in the league. His first game as a striker in the Premier League grabs the ball. Worst penalty in the penalty in the world. Xander saves it. Draw. Raging with him. You have pain. You're up. He's never hit one of four. He says, "You big Why'd bastard." You, grab the ball, then? you big bastard. <laughs> <laughs> could have won that without three points. Um, put we Stephen Lawless in the pens that season. Eight out of eight, he scored. We Steve. Eight out of eight pens. Imagine London had had the eight pens. Pens. He'd have been on 20 goals, 21 goals. Probably how much more would I have got? Got from uh, You'd have got what? Probably his his data then, his stats then would have been 20 odd goals with so many assists. Did you think he could have been a Scotland striker when you first got a hold of him? Yeah. No, 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 no. When I first, I remember it was about four games into the season, I was talking to people at the club, he's a million pound plus. All day long, they're all looking like that. You're off your head. But I remember Rennie Mullenstein came to a game. They were wanting him for Australia. And he's came to a game. So I grabbed a coffee with Rennie after the game. Talked to Rennie. He's like, I really want London. Spoke to London. And I, I, I remember sending Steve Clark a text. Sorry, Rennie. Steve Clark a text saying, look, Australia are all over him here. If, you, if you're thinking about it, you really, wow. really, you really, really need to have to. And fair play to Steve Clark. Because I think Steve took a big punt on me. Mm-hmm. No. He hadn't really done a lot. And they've really done a lot in general terms and compared to some Scotland strikers. I'm brilliant with Scotland, don't the big man. Steve took it and I thought he'd done fantastically well. He left Livingston and we had 50 grand every Scotland appearance. Because I remember I was dealing with Les Ferdinand and he kept phoning me up and going, you're an absolute nightmare. I'm saying, Les, this is what I need. I can't, I'm not letting him walk out the building with him for another two years. And the money London probably could have earned us staying at Livingston, we could maybe have got European football. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It would have been a lot more than what we were getting over. So we had a lot of add-ons and it was 50 grand for every Scotland game up to a totally quarter of a million pound. He left Livingston and he started the next five Scotland games. Mm. I think Les was absolutely fuming. And <laughs> he played for Scotland one game before. His next five games, Scotland games, was for well, Scotland. Well, he scored about 3-1-0 or something. He played yeah, a huge fun. part in taking us to the Euros, didn't he? Uh, you still speak to part. Ah, I speak to Lyndon all the time. I yeah. think the big thing with, with Dykes at that sort of year at Levy was his performances in the old, against the old firm uh-huh. was probably the big king of why Brilliant, eh? some, some and Nubly's doing the same now. He's a wee bit similar. What age is Nubly? 26. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody yeah. no in the first game of the season against Rangers. Honestly, it was. Curtis no an Indian name straight away. Curtis Guffrey can't be found there. I get where he's going with the flag, but did you not think about checking that before you said it? What is the flag? The round glass eye league. Show the boys. I'm not. Sheldon Cooper here. So do you could Nobly go and do what Dykes is doing? I think Nobly can go and play in the English champ. Yeah, 100%. 100%. He's listening to this, he thinks nobody could play in the English Championship. Oh, all day long, all day long, all day long. Probably, I'm not sure he's a 9, but he can play a 7, 11 or a 9. And that's the luxury with me. He can play either. I think his goal scoring record's getting better. He's finished, he's working hard and he's finishing. An English champ, I think he could go and play right now for Rangers as a winger. Do you? All day long, all day long. Do you, um, did you find it? I've not seen enough of him. I don't right, so watch enough games. Eh? Let's see. Do see, please. He can play in the right and he can play in the left. Right. I think at this point in time he could go and play for Rangers in a wide area. I don't. I think Celtic have probably got the best wingers in the league, mm. and I think Celtic have probably got the best squad in the league. But I think he can go and play. If you can go and play for Rangers, and I believe he could. If you could go and play for Rangers, you can go and play in the English champ. Yeah. 
Did you find out who the, the pundit was that said he was worth a hundred grand? Yeah, but I'm not going to say. Kevin's on it. That was a that was a good that was a good interview. I tell though, you, whoever it is, he's not going on countdown because he's terrible with his numbers. <laughs> <laughs> he missing miss a zero. Ah, a million pound who, who, all day. Who, 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 how many how many zeros in a million? How many in a hundred thousand? Six. <laughs> how can it be the same? <laughs> <laughs> can I do a Q and A with him? What about getting to know Davy Martin deal? Go can for I it. Take it away, mate. Are you wanted to do your last no, question? No, you do, then you go. Are right, you ready? You ready? Seriously you need ready? You tell me to turn that feet fire on, I'm freezing. I know, Paul's taking your metal. Favourite moment in football? Quick fire. Um, Fur Hill getting promoted to Premier League. Brilliant. Favourite manager? My favourite manager? Aye. Enjoy my time with Hoppy. Favourite meal? Meal? Not really got one. No, no too fast. Need something for you? Had three years. We don't move on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> your hero? Grown up. <laughs> David Cooper. Is he? Mm. Angriest you've ever been with game at half time or after a game? It's a great one. Um, oh, can you go, David? Uh, can you Absolutely go? too many. Motherwell, last kick of the ball last season when they scored, they take us out the top six. Oh, we go aye. top six, we don't. We battered them on the day. That's probably the angriest I've felt in football. But were you angry at the boys? Have you said at the back? I was angry at everything. Angry at the boys because of the manner of the goal we can see. Was that a set piece? So, like, on, we battered them. I mean, battered them. They scores, I think. The 2 0 with 10 minutes to go or something? Aye, they scored. Yeah. Nah, I think they scored a wee bit earlier than that, but I swear it, we battered them, right? The got, got ball falls to we Adam Lewis, who's got one of his sweetest left foots in the club. We Adam squaffs it. Oh, he stays put his side foot through it in the games. Done. Squaffs it. Goes corner. It comes in. We don't win the first contact. We don't win the second contact. And the third contact hits Ricky Lamy in the face and goes in. And then you actually you, you're done. It was just. I think when you lose a late goal, it wasn't the same as uh, time guys. But when you lose a late goal, your emotions are so high. But the significance of losing that late goal and losing the top six in the ch at that point you're looking five pe five clubs are getting Europe. Mm. <laughs> You've got a right good chance here of getting European football, and that's probably the the one thing at Livingston I'd love to try and I'd love to try and rectify. Brilliant. Best team you've came up against and best player you've faced. <sighs> best team I've come up against. Do you know what? See the year Celtic win the league with Steven Gerrard's team, I thought. They were brilliant that year. So the year before that, who was the manager before Ange when they won the league? Lenny. No, Rogers. probably Rogers. I think it was the tail end of Rogers. Yeah. Uh, Rogers won the league, but I thought the Rangers team was very, very good. And one player that I thought was a, an absolute standout. Not be me anyway. <laughs> I, I, do you know who? Do you know who really impressed me in the game against us was Kamara. Kamara. You've said that before. Uh, Kamara is one of the best. Best players I've played with in And do you know what? It's one of the most frustrating things, and I don't mean this from a Rangers point of view. It's one of the most frustrating is seeing how poor he's been. This season. Because well, I, I genuinely think he... I genuinely... I remember I was speaking to West Ham, right? I was at a West Ham game. I was speaking to Dave Sullivan's son, Dave Sullivan. I remember telling him, see, he's need to have a look at people like that sort in Scotland, mm. Glenn Kamara, people like that. Because I genuinely, at that point, thought he could go down. And play like yeah. Ryan Christie, Reese, John McGinn. Yeah. Now you're not telling me Glenn Kamara and John McGinn when they were both in Scottish football. Do you know what I mean? Didn't make the same impact. Look what John's yeah, yeah. done in the English Premier League. Ryan Christie even mm -hmm. and Glenn Kamara for me, but it's just disappointing. Well, see. can I give you a big early shout, David? If Michael Beale does get a job, Glenn Kamara will be in the team. Of I, 
do, do you know what? And you could probably say this about a few Rangers players. Ryan Jack as well. I've got. I thought Ryan Jack was brilliant. Steve Davis. You could go through them all, yeah. eh? And there's been probably a slight decline. And I think Gio, his staff wasn't quite right. His staff wasn't quite right. I don't know, was there too much of a Dutch element to the full see, coaching staff? Do you feel then if there's that many, so say it was Livy and a number of players were underperforming, would you put that more down to yourself? You must be doing something wrong. I think so. Who else takes the slack? Who, who else is that? Mm. I'll blame the director of football, but that's me. So <laughs> no, but I think, see you me, recruitment's so important in football. It's so important. I think that's where hearts are doing very well again. Yeah. You've got the, strat the structure and the strategy right behind the scenes. So your player recruitment and your coaching staff. But ultimately, you carry the, the can the for the ollie, don't you? So if players are underperforming, I think it falls in you. You've got to go and get the best out of your players. And you'll probably be finding that now. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot more difficult than what it, sitting as a pundit on a couch saying, how's that not happening? Yeah. But mm -hmm. even what you said earlier kind of gives me hope as well because we've had a wee bit of a bad patch in terms of results. But when you actually when you said that, I actually sat and thought, have we made players better since they've come have in? Have you? I think we have. Really. Well, as long as you think you have, yeah. you probably have. Yeah. But again, if you've got a process and a structure in it at the club, I think you've got to trust that process. process yeah. Unless you've got the biggest budget in the league or one of the biggest budgets in the league, I don't think you've got any divine right to go and win every game of football. Yeah. So you're going to lose games of football. Yeah, of course. So in football, it's probably dealing with the lows more than the highs yeah, at clubs yeah. like yourselves. Yeah, 100%. Your, oh, sorry, no, no, on you go. See on your recruitment, you, 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 your man goes away and identifies things, comes back with the, the different platforms you can yeah. look at. So you've then identified somebody you think, right, okay, he's then, what do you, what's your next stage? Do you then try and find out some managers? If it's a British-based, right, if it's a British-based player, and I can get, you can get information on any player, aye, aye. any player, but it's even it's boys, like I've got a boy, right, I've got a boy coming in, he's been championship in England, he's French, he's moved for £18 million and he flies in the day to go on a two-week trial with me. No way. £18, £9 pound moves he's had, right? Playing the English Championship? Aye, but I, I know what, it's probably a wee bit unfair in the kid, right? But anybody that's not been in at that level of football, I can't get information. I just tell them to aye, come aye. in and try. Yeah. You need to come in and try. I can't waste a thousand pound a week and get it wrong. Do you, mm. you, you wrong. go for looking at, um, find a wee bit more about them as a person and personality? Is that Always meet them. Aye. aye. Like, Isma, Isma came in, Isma played. Scottish football, so I knew people that knew him, you know. But I wanted to see him as my eyes. <laughs> but he really wanted. I shot myself. Who brought the line? That's my missus. Davey's dug in it. Right, Davey, what rails you up? Pit hate. You. Anything <laughs> else before you met me? And what about fit up players? Fit up players. No, and you're fucking in team. Right, who, what rails me? Aye. Was that pit hate of yours? Boys, yeah. And they don't, because we're very good at it, but boys that don't come in and give it everything every day. They put a lot of demands on them. There's a lot of intensity on them, and I think just come in and train. Just come in and train your hardest. Get better every day. Yeah. So I know it's difficult, because you wake up some mornings, it's hard, eh? And you'll probably see it before, boys, Andy, as a Scottish player based in a Scottish team. Just I think training's just completely different for them, innit? Aye. I think ours is more physically demanding. Aye. I think European is a lot more tactical. Yeah. And yeah. Slow, Slow. non-competitive yeah. stuff, but can I just get I you on camera be... again, saying what your routine was when you played for Broxburn Junior, please? So you said what you trained. So what you went to the gym on so a Monday? Right, so you would a Monday. 
I would make sure I was doing a gym session, a gym based session on Monday night, me and probably three or four of the players, I'd take them. We would go and do a gym session, banner times. Tuesday we would train, Wednesday I'd do a gym based session, and a Thursday we would train. And then when I went to Livingston, I seen boys moaning, I'm like, I actually train just as much as you. So see every, like, so my routine at Livingston now, boys will not get home to half three, four o'clock, and you, you'll probably speak to Nicky, we're big on double and triple sessions every day. I think Robbie was like that in the championship. I don't know so much No, we still do it sometimes. Uh, like we're, we're, we're at least two gym sessions a week. If uh, it's Saturday, minimum, Saturday, that is. Minimum. So we're like, that, we, we're probably in relation to where Livingston was. Brock's were never done that much less than Livingston. And I think you can make it up. But for me, you're doing your two football-based sessions a week. I don't think that's enough no, if you're serious no, about that's football. that's what message we try to come across on. as well, Damien. Come on, you can't be. You're yeah. kidding yourself on. Yeah. And I think the top players are the top players for a reason. Yes, the ability's here. But do you know what? And I say this to players, it's not all right doing some, some of the things right so many times. You've got to do all of the things mm. right all of the time. Brilliant. I think it's a life choice, no? Yeah, of course it is. It's a life choice. You've got to give up so a much. Short of time to Twelve years, let's uh, say, give up. Make a few sacrifices. Twelve years, you've got to give yeah. up. Yeah. Potentially have that. Do you know what I mean? I say to the boys, like, I'll give you two, three nights out of here. I'll, I'll give you. Go and do what you've got to do, but don't be going out at the weekends getting pissed. It doesn't help anys. Hmm. And I try and turn it into the change room. You're letting them down. You're not just letting me down. We're letting each other down. Brilliant. We've got away to Turkey. We've got two games in Turkey, and we've not got a game for probably nine days after that. And we'll work. We've been in. We've been in since Wednesday, Andy. So we done uh, Tuesday. Sorry. So we done Tuesday, Wednesday, triple sessions. We're off a day. We're in Friday, Saturday. Travel to training Monday. Go to QPR on Monday. Tra play Tuesday off Wednesday. Train Thursday, and we fly into Turkey. And the last night in Turkey, or one of the last nights, I let the boys do it. I let them go out. So. We'll give you the odd night out now and again to go and do what you, you want to do, go and, go, go and get a good laugh. But this is a choice, it's a life choice. By the way, it's my life. I'm not having players come in and underperform because of what you do at the weekend and you want to get past. You want to go and that, go and find another club. Mm. You're, you're not going to be with me. Tremendous, love it. Right, right, next that's oh, no, wait, well, I want to ask you about Effie Ambrose. Effie. How is he to manage? Oh, unbelievable. So, so funny. So I nearly brought Effie in my coaching staff, but he still wanted to play. So, this is the God's honest truth. You got a tech ball table at Hearts? Aye. I'm undefeated, right? I'm the best. Told you. It's got a bit. Right, yeah. undefeated. I've not played it for a while, right enough. But undefeated. So, Effie used to beat Effie all the time. Started off, he was horrific. I couldn't believe that man he played with Celtic. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I could not believe it. It'd be me, Weedell, Marvin, Effie doubles. All the time, all the time. Then it was me and Effie. I'd be like, getting called up to board meetings. I'd beat him at first to ten. Be up 4 0. He'd be standing outside the boardroom waiting on me, looking in the window, <laughs> waiting on me, chatting me, don't let her What is it, Effie? You have to play tech ball. I swear to God, Fridays, I had to kick him out of the club. Had to kick him out of the club. Get I said, You're playing them all, Effie. Away. <laughs> all he done was following me about media, everything, following him out of the club to play him at tech ball because he hated it. Because I used to beat him. <laughs> Bro, that's amazing. But, but he's a great guy, honestly. He's a great guy. What other good person? What are any other good personalities that you've managed? That were um, funny, funny boys. Oh, there's loads, there's loads. But I'm trying to think offhand. You put you in the spot there. But there's some funny, funny people. We Noxy, we Noxy. That Matthew Knox. Aye, we Noxy was brilliant. Remember one story? Chief Scout was in, so they're in the change room. We Noxy sitting in the Chief Scout's room. What kind of watch is that? He's went guess. 
And the chief scouts went, how the fuck am I, mate? You know, that's how I'm asking you. It was a guess, guess what? what? <laughs> but we, we knocked his dad used to tell us some stories. <laughs> Try to go through customs ways. He had a visa card, like a visa card. He needed a visa. He told his dad he had a visa. And he's trying to use his visa card because it said visa to get through passport control and all that. <laughs> we know he was special. He's Hartley. a debit card. I've got oh, a visa here. Brilliant. We know he was brilliant. Hardy, Hardy was fun. I find like we Bruce Anderson people like that, they're not the brightest. They're, mm. they're, they're incredible kids in terms of you want to do well for them. Yeah, yeah, Like, they're yeah. just infectious. They're young kids. They're not, like, they're brilliant. If they don't make it in football, I do not they're know fucked. what they're going to do. <laughs> but, um, now, that's probably one of the most enjoyable parts of football. Coaching boys that you want to coach, yeah. that want coached. Yeah. And for me, that's a big thing in football. As a boys that want coached. Try to find these boys that actually want coached. Tremendous. What are you going to say? No, because we, we, this is... A boy that all three years when you talked about Tetball, one of the best technical players I've played with has always been Rafa DeVita. Right. Oh, Rafa. Rafa. Any, Rafa. Any level. Played me four times, never beat me. No way. Right. I can't believe he that. He would be raging. He was raging. Ask him. Rafa was raging. Couldn't you beat me? Because he was my head of tennis partner at Liberty. Aye, bro, was, techniques a joke. You used to use the wee yellow gate. The yellow gate Aye, that came so out I, in the stand. I aye. bought the Tetball table one. But um, the wee yellow gate, he used to constantly play that. But see, even now, I've got a tape ball table and it'll be staff. I'll be just playing it. Playing it more, right? Why are you? No, no, no. I get started. Built a gym during COVID. So the North Stand. You built it? You built it? Aye, we went and built it. You and the three boys, the three Midlands boys? No, they were off. Me and then Stretch then when lockdown, I got a couple of joiners in. But aye, we built the gym. So in the North Stand, where the night spot was, that's been derelict for 15 years. I mean, derelict. So went in and um, spent, I don't know, six months building the gym. The so only I mean, thing I, that was in that room when I was there was a speedball. Aye, no. The only thing that was there. Built a big, brand new gym, Astro Tough area, spin studio, upper body, lower body, tech ball area, televisions, everything, treadmills. The club gate, I think I got 25 grand to buy the equipment and done all the building work ourselves. Any chance of building a grass pitch? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to get Europe. I need to get Europe. <laughs> Just quickly, you watched any World Cup? Aye, we bats and ball, but we'll be no Who's going to win it? Great, is it? Spain last night were oh, fucking standing. You know, them, talking way. about your show on Sunday, right? But you've had the show when um, Scotland were playing. Yep. That just elevates it, eh? Yeah. And then, see for me, like the World Cup, so I went to... I went to Brazil, me and Big Strange went to the World Cup in Brazil. I went to the France, France World Cup with Scotland in it and see having your nation there. It just makes it so yeah. much better, eh? So much better. And then you're watching this World Cup and I don't know, you, I know is there cause there's that much football on your you're, you're watching it, but you're no. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Whereas if it was one big game, like I'm looking forward to Brazil tonight. I'm looking forward to right. watching that. That's one game you're, yeah, I can watch it. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. there's that much football on during the day. You end up doing all that stuff while you're watching football, but you're not really And it's a time of the detail. year. Yeah. You're used to the World Cup being the summer. I know. Sitting with a beer outside. It might be uh, your own holiday or whatever. Eye. You're meeting your pals, your yeah. old work, whatever it it's is. So it, is it is a wee bit different. Have you been watching the World Cup? No. No? Is your mum not got your telly in your room? Who's got the top goal scorer? I've not got a clue. Um, don't know. I've, I've generally not really watched a lot of it because we've been back, back in training. 
Um, you'd like to think Mbappé something along the lines. I think Giroud could end up. Mm. I like him. Do you know what? I was surprised yeah, that Arsenal him. let him go. Yeah. I think just his style, his gait, suggests he couldn't. But I just think he brings so much to the team. It's like we picked. You go outside uh, Scotland and ask people about we Scott Pittman. He's probably does right. nothing fancy, but you go inside the change room, he's in the f- every player, and I think Giroud's one of the players. Yeah. He brings so much to the team, but goes a wee bit unnoticed at times. I think he's been all that for years, isn't he? All types of goals he scores as well. Well, be in the, in the air. It's the crazy Lewandowski as well, but he's not scored a never goal scored at a World Cup. Cup. Uh, he missed that penalty as well, didn't he? Because I would have probably sat here and said Lewandowski if I hadn't heard that fact. No, <laughs> no. Anything else? What about who's going to win it? Not a clue. It's been been really interesting good. to see. Interesting to see. I think France could get better as the World Cup goes on, but it'd be interesting to see Brazil tonight. Yeah, I said Argentina at the start. And I know, but do you know think sometimes the slow burners are the ones that get there? Get there uh, but my, well, my main worry now is do they get out of the group? Because nah, Saudi yes. Arabia, they've lost and then they beat Mexico Poland. I bet you see that Mexico Poland game, mate. No great. No, no. never yeah, watched that. It's been quite poor. Some of them have been quite poor. I was quite impressed with Japan, the, the structure and how methodical they were. And it reminded me, it was that had, had South Korea that went yeah, in the semi-final. Right. Semi-final. They just done their jaws meticulously yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah, they do the basics really well. He changed it at half-time as well, didn't he? Ah, he went, he went to the shape. I watched bits and bobs, but he changed the shape. I'll tell you my player of the tournament though, Javi or Pedri, it's Oh, been. mate, they two last night. One of them. I joined the watch. I never seen that game last night. I never seen that. We Gavi number nine. He's, a, he's the youngest goal scorer in the World Cup since Pedri. I couldn't Gavi. see it. Somebody kept saying my voice notes. Ridiculous. <laughs> I'm going to all sorts of night. Oh, yeah. Can I come up the road with you now? I tell you what, I could have done this podcast all day. Tremendous. What a man. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.